Welcome back to the conversations where we discover again and again where there's a will, there's a way, and where we learn how entrepreneurs around the world are creating a great life for everyone in the company. Well, welcome to Where There's a Will, There's a Way. And remember, what we are doing is creating the context for everybody in your organization to live their ideal life. And we have an expert today, an expert in how to help companies do exactly that. So our expert is Jim Coyle from Kalamazoo, Michigan, an expert EOS implementer, one of my very good friends and a great inspiration for lots of businesses. So welcome, Jim. Well, thanks, Will. That's a hell of an introduction. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) So, So tell us, you know, this whole idea of EOS life, doing what you love doing with people you love. Uh, making a great contribution, getting compensated appropriately, and then having plenty of time left over for your other passions and your family. How did that, tell us about how you experienced the transition to this EOS life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, so it's funny. So the Don Tinney came up with the concepts um, of the EOS life. And I was in the community before uh, Don. I like to think of myself as implementer number 16, actually. There was a couple other people that had come <laughs> through. But if you look at all the people who, who lasted, there's 16. I'm the 16th person. And um, so the concept came about uh, a ways into my working within the community, Will. And what um but when it was codified by don it was like oh it was kind of one of those like well yeah right you know that's it um and but it was so powerful and so my it be honest in my beginning of my journey i didn't realize what i was striving for but then when don codified it i was like yeah that's it that's the brass ring that i've been looking for and Uh um and so my journey was not an easy one. I like to uh, say I have a whole bunch of the EOS records. It's just none of them they put on the board, Will, um, because they're, <laughs> they're records in the wrong direction. Um, probably most 90s without a focus day. And um, I, I really struggled. And because of that, I think um, it's one of the reasons I became a coach within the community is because um, – I I didn't want anybody I didn't want people to struggle the same level I did. Maybe I could help uh-huh. them to to have less of that. Um, uh-huh. And so, um, but as as I got through that struggle, I started to see that wow, I was really bringing some beauty into the world, making a big impact. Um, you know, impact is a term I used um, years before. Making a big difference, big impact. Those are words that are interchangeable. Um, and I, um, I really started to see my impact and really started to hearing stories from my clients and loving this more and more and more. Um, and then that really took off. And for me, if there wasn't for the impact, the other things are super important for me and my family, but uh, I would not be fulfilled if I wasn't making that impact. And so that's the, the, the cornerstone for me in, in my uh, life. Um, but Finally, you know, after really a, a, a longer time than most implementers, um, I got to that other side where I really started living the U.S. life. In the beginning, uh, uh, honestly, Will, it's more of a, a promise that you can get here than it is anything um, that you can feel or be tangible about. Um, and so, and it's true for our clients as well, actually, in my opinion. You know, we we tell them about this, and this is where they're going and where EOS will take them, but 
it's just a promise in the beginning. Uh, one of my mm-hmm. clients said one of the reasons they wanted to work with me is that they heard I, I took off uh, a month a year and they couldn't get their arms around mm-hmm. how anybody could do that. And, mm-hmm. um, and in total, I take off about 11 weeks, um, but I do one whole month together. And they said that was one of the reasons they worked with me because they wanted that in their EOS life. Um, and so it's mm-hmm. good to be, I love the fact that I'm now inspiring others to, to go after it. Right. And so, so this whole notion of being able to take a, a month off, the, the way that you can do that is when you have people you trust and who have demonstrated that they can take responsibility for running the business, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it took a while. Some of it is, you know, to be honest, especially for many of our entrepreneurs, it's actually a lot of work they have to do on themselves um, because they probably do have a good team. And if they've set up the right culture, um, and um, and I want to speak to that, but if they set up the right culture, then it's very possible. You just have to get people to train them, make sure they know what needs to be taken care of. And as an implementer, you know, we don't have a huge team. Um, but I needed to make sure my team understood if a client calls, you know, what happens, um, who who takes care of it. If it's an urgent issue, then yes, maybe I do get contacted, but how do we do that? Um, you know, and there was a whole system that we had to set up. And so it took a little bit of work, but well worth it for sure. Yeah. Um, my kids will have memories for years because of that. <laughs> but one of the things that I speak about when I talk about culture is, I think that a lot of times we as entrepreneurs set up a culture that we are the center of the universe that is the business. And that ultimately can cause a lot of problems for the business because everything then has to go through you because that's what you designed. I don't think that entrepreneurs realize they designed it that way. And then they whine about it, right? You, you've heard people whine about it. So this isn't me punking any entrepreneurs. I, uh, they're actually one of my favorite types of people in the world. Um, but I do see that they cause their own own pain. Um, and so I think it's more of that than anything else. Well, well it, it, what I've experienced is that that when uh, when entrepreneurs, founders, owners begin to uh, delegate to people that this reveals, uh, this brings about, transforms people who were already good, but were never given the opportunity to show how good they were. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, so much sense. Yeah. And I think that that's absolutely true. And I also think it actually, you know, the flip of that then is it does flush out the people who um, really never did have it, but they were kind of putting up with them, you know, and so there's the flip uh-huh. of that. But I, yeah. you're, you're completely right. I think people are finally able to shine and it shines the light on those that um, really shouldn't have been there in the first place or don't have the core values or, you know, don't GWC right. the seats. Um, and so, um, you know, I think it does both things, which I love about EOS. I, we yeah. jokingly say it shines the light on everything. And, you, you know, so all the all the bugs and the mold and everything has to scurry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, an interesting thing that I'm experiencing, I mean, here I am five years in and, and I realize that my life was one of doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. I mean, leaving my family. I was the firstborn. Uh, going to college, uh, uh, my parents weren't in the space where they were going to take me around and show me the four or five different colleges that I could go to. Mm-hmm. It was me going. And and so there was this whole sense of my entrepreneurial world was one that I controlled. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was a belief that if I didn't do it, it wasn't going to happen. Right. 
Right. What I'm discovering, and and the primary place I'm discovering it is in the EOS community, especially here in Southern California, where we have this wonderful uh, uh, MCE and 20 of us getting together. And I realize that while I might have a lot of things that I'm thinking about, if I just wait a moment, somebody else is going to pick it up and start talking about it. <laughs> and, yeah. and likewise, when somebody is doing something and they're doing it well, I don't have to feel like I have to jump in and help them do it better. It's really letting them do it. And I had a great idea that I wanted to to think about. And I realized that one of the other EOSIs is really good at organizing that kind of idea. And so I asked him, do you really love doing that? And he said, I, I thrive on it. Hmm. And so I could share my idea and know that it was going to come to be because he was really going to pick it up. So... There's something about about learning the difference between hard work and effective work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or what I used to say, um, hard work and smart work. Um, you know, working harder was definitely something I was taught. I don't uh-huh. think I was taught working smarter. <laughs> and, right. Um, so I got working hard down. I think that uh, I got a work ethic um, that is very strong. Uh, but I needed to find my way to working smarter for sure. Uh, I have one of my clients uh, in 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 one of our podcasts talked specifically about how his father had taught him it's always hard work. Mm-hmm. If you're not working 50, 60, 70 hours a week, mm-hmm. you're not going to succeed. Oh, yeah. And, and when, when this fellow learned that he didn't have to do all the things himself, that he could uh, delegate to people, he could find people who GWC did, got it, wanted to do it, and had the capacity for it, and, and then he could delegate that to them, then his work hours went below 40 a week and oh, yeah. the business is thriving. Yeah. Oh, completely. You know, it's funny. Will in the beginning, I was so uncomfortable with taking vacations that I told nobody I was going on vacation and I just <laughs> always got back to people so they would never know. And it was a badge yeah. of honor. It was like my, my, my busy badge, right? You know, like, well, look at me, I'm getting stuff done. And, yeah. and then I got into the U.S. community. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is terrible. Like, I have to rewire, um, you know, and that was from my dad as well. And a beautiful man. But he definitely just pushed me into believing that uh, my self-worth and really the love I'd get from the world was if I just worked hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and just that whole notion of of getting to the place where we're doing the things that we love doing, which our uh, Don Dan Sullivan tells us is our unique ability. Uh, and, and when I can focus on that and delegate everything else to people that I can trust, uh, that that to me is so so fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh completely. And then we're bringing more beauty into the world. I mean, it's. We're bringing the gifts we're supposed to be bringing into the world, not all the other stuff. Right, right, so. right. All right. So, so now, talk about your life right now. As a an expert, means you've done at least five hundred sessions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's that like now? Well, you know, so um, not any less busy. I would say that I still have. I was having a conversation with another one of our um, great implementers, Mike Coates, today. And um, I was saying, I realized that my 
approach to life is work hard, play hard. You know, and so I have 11 and a half weeks off a year, um, which means I jam a lot into uh, the other weeks, <laughs> and um, which is great. And it, it does suit me. Uh, I'm finding I need a, no, a little more breathing room sometimes. Um, but um, yeah, I'm about 700 sessions in and having that lifestyle to be able to take the time off, having the money to be able to um, to do the things, have the vacations and things. Um, and also being able to go after those other passions. And right now I have a, a six and eight year old, Will, and they um, oh. <laughs> are my, my biggest passion, um, uh, them and my wife. Um, and so it's just been great. I, I never vacationed with my dad. I realized when I got older that there was never once I went on a vacation with my dad. We would go on a conference with him, but he was always working, you know, and so um, but we never uh, vacationed. And I, I decided my kids were not going to have that. My, my kids were going to see what a, a relaxed dad looked like. <laughs> and uh -huh. so um, that has been a big uh, push for us. And so we take a month off and do a family vacation. And that month has been really transformative for the family because we really can connect at a whole other level and really become um, – a, a connection. Don't be wrong, there's still issues and the 68-year-old will still fight and there's still problems going to bed and all those other kinds of fun things, but everything's just more relaxed. There's just less no. <laughs> and uh -huh. um, it's, uh, it's just a lot more yeses and a lot more um, kind of fun, which I think... I think that sometimes we miss with kids. I mean, it's yeah. just very much got to get stuff done. You got your homework, you got, you know, baseball and, you know, gymnastics for my kids. And, you know, it just, it just feels like there's always something. And so I really love that I get to hang out and just have, you know, let's be time. We're just being, um, and so um, that's been wonderful. I think that, that um, you know, my kids were wonder asking one of their friends what month they take off every year. <laughs> and, and their, their, their friends are like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, doesn't everybody do this? I'm like, well, not everybody necessarily does this, guys. Um, yeah. So, um, but it's good. I, I, I'll say that that's been the one thing that with the EOS life that I am most proud of being able to create and, um, you know, happy to be a part of. Um, is uh -huh. to that real connection with the kids at that level. So so talk to me about some of your clients who are taking this EOS life seriously and what what is how talk to me about them. Yeah. And so it feels like cheating, but the crescendo story in the EOS life it ends with my client's story. Um and so Eric a great visionary. Um, and so I want to tell a little bit of the story, a little of backstory, I guess. Uh -huh. um, Go ahead. But then you can read the, his part in the book right at the end. So it's kind of the ending story. Um, but the, um, the, his, he was working 60, 70, 80 hours. And in the book, he doesn't even say that, but I know he was working at those hours. And he was the center, right? Remember I told you that the, you know, the, the entrepreneurs, right. many times they create the center and it's like, oh, they're, you're needed, but you're, you know, <laughs> you're really needed and, and you can't grow at that. Um, uh -huh. And so he, we brought EOS in and um, he always says, um, he tells his friends, you know, if you want to, you know, really take your company someplace and really create a life that you, you want to create and really EOS ideal life. You got to work with Jim, but don't do it if you're, um, what's he called? Sissy is actually what he calls him. <laughs> Jim will push you. <laughs> and yeah. so I pushed hard um, and he said what he wanted, but then he wasn't doing the things to get there. And so 
if you, you tell me what you want, I'm going to push back if I don't think you're doing what needs to get there. And so we pushed hard and, we were, and his team was great. He kept creating a better and better and better team. And now he has this amazing team and um, he's there for level 10s probably one or two hours uh, more a week. He's there for quarterlies and annuals, but that's about all he works. Um, yeah. He takes off yeah. an amazing amount of time. He's a pilot. Uh, he has two to three planes, I think. Um, and so he really spends a lot of his time there and he created an amazing company. Um, and it was just, uh, he just needed to dig in and do the work and make the hard decisions. There were just people that weren't going to get them there well. And yeah, it was hard mm-hmm. because some of them were friends and people had been around for a while. And um, he just kept pushing and pushing to really get people there and even um, develop the people that were there, too. So, I mean, he, he didn't do this in such a way where like, ah, you know, next kind of thing. This was a develop mm-hmm. them. If they can't get there, then, you know, set them free. So, yeah, it was he did some amazing work. Um I'm actually, you know, it feels weird saying this about another adult uh, of my age, but I'm proud of what what he created for himself. Uh huh. Yeah. So, all right. So, how how are these companies extending this throughout the whole organization? Yeah. Good question. So, I just had this conversation with another company, and they were saying that they were struggling with their culture. They said, you know, we're having cultural problems, which is a huge word for nothing and and, and everything at the same time, because no one really knows what it means. And um, and so I said, well, you know, have you really pushed the EOS life down? Um, and you and I talked a bit about this, uh, Will. Um, and I said, right. And they said, well, um, what do you mean? And I said, so this isn't just for you. This isn't just for the owners, because this was a partner group. So there was three owners and two or three non-owners. And um, they said, oh, <laughs> you know, light bulb moment, right? You know, and I always think of the EOS light bulb at the on top of their heads. And, and, so, um, and so now they've started to do that work. And I can't say that they're at the end of that by any stretch, oh, yeah. but they're realizing that they, they want all of their people to live this. And they're, they're, they're being intentional. I don't think, I think EOS can be super powerful for anybody uh-huh. and can yeah. bring the EOS life. But when you get intentional about it and really start to think, how do I do this for my team? Man, yeah. ugh, you can get really good. Just get overt about it and just yeah. make it happen. Um, this isn't something that just, you know, happens. I think that you got to make it happen. And I'm, uh, I've right. been impressed by some of my teams really um, making that intentional decision. What what are some of the things that you've seen companies do to after they've made that intentional decision, which mm-hmm. is, you know, for me, it, it is often reflected in the ten year target, right? Okay. Uh, by the by, the ten years from now, we're going to have this huge amount of revenue, uh, and you know sometimes they they the light bulb goes off and they say and. A hundred percent of the people in this company will be either living the EOS life or have a path toward it. Mm-hmm. All right. So when they do that, my question is, having that intention, what are things they are doing that you're seeing to create that context? Yeah, the, the um, PDP is what one of my clients calls it the other day um, that uh, I said, oh, PDP, you know, and I decided, <laughs> I thought I realized what they meant. A personal development plan is actually what I meant. Uh-huh. So when you get intentional about each individual, well, is when I see it really come alive. Uh-huh. Um, and once again, no one has this, you know, perfected or anything. So I'm not telling you that all my clients have this down, but the personal development plan per person were you literally asking the questions? 
I, do you have the time to be able to live your other passions? Um, well, you know, um, I don't feel like it. Um, I have an accounting firm I work with. And so some of them are talking about, well, during tax season. Well, that may be a, a TS moment, you know, <laughs> tough because that's, <laughs> right. you know, you got to make hay when the sun shines. But, you know, during these other times, do you, you know, or do you have the ability to do that? Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're you're on the team where you really love your team and, you know, and really going through that and really asking those questions? I think the questions in there are perfect for a personal development plan. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they can really help teams to get intentional, like I said before. Mm-hmm. I I came away this morning from a from a group that was talking about now they're not an EOS company that I know of but they were talking about how they have implemented this kind of thing in their in their company and and, and what they said was number one we want our supervisors our managers to listen to really be able to listen to the people in their group uh, and then to empathize with them to you know appreciate feel see what's actually going on with those folks. Uh, and I'm thinking this is like a quarterly conversation, uh, and, and then then to be prepared to advocate for that person, and maybe it's even advocating in the conversation with them, like you were doing with that that visionary. This is what you said you would do. So what's keeping you from? And then to learn how to develop that that person, to have have that PDF uh, uh, that that to me is really important, and then then to self reflect. I mean, those things will help not drive it, uh, not drive EOS through the organization, but will help help it to to just blossom up in the organization. Because mm-hmm. like you were talking about previously about the, the, the leadership that's there, ready to receive the, uh, the delegated tasks for things that they love doing, their unique ability, right. when that visionary actually shares that, then... You discover this great pool of talent and resource in the leadership team. I'm wondering if that same thing happens in the depths of the organization when managers and and, uh, supervisors begin to take those people seriously, not just about what they bring to the organization, but who they are. So they're really looking at the entire human being, bringing everything they have to the organization. Yeah. And I think, I think when people bring their full self to a company is when you get the full value from the individual. And so I think that that's mm-hmm. something that's missed. And I think uh, there was a beautiful, and to be honest, I think it was Panera. If you got Panera's out your way, Will. Um, but mm-hmm. um, I think it was a Panera sign. And it was literally their um, hiring brand. And their hiring brand says, bring your full self to work. And I was like, oh, God, how beautiful that is, right? And yeah. um, it made me want to work from Fernera. Luckily, I love what I do. But, um, right. the, but the concept of that is really powerful. And I think, you know, Gino talks about let your freak flag fly and you know, the, kind of, the yes. kind of idea. And yeah. I think that when we are the same person, in all aspects of our lives, when we're just genuinely Jim and genuinely Will, um, that's when we can really bring real value and love, um, you know, to the world. And I think that when we're putting energy into creating other personas, it doesn't work. And I do think the U.S. life helps with that, you know. And I, I took it maybe a little too, um, maybe a little deeper. Um, but I, I do think the U.S. life helps because. You know, what are their passions? You may find out some crazy things they're passionate about, you know, or 
some things that they're they're not getting the time to spend with um, people that you know you wouldn't even have known. And when you start to ask those questions and listen well, like you said, uh, that's when you can really bring the, the, these individuals' full selves to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So now you t- mentioned that your passions were your six and eight year old kids, mm-hmm. right? What else do you do in your life that is fun for you? Uh, you know, and I will say I do love what I do at work. Um, and and, uh-huh. and the coaching uh, other U.S. implementers actually is probably more of a passion than a job. Uh-huh. I don't mean that rudely to any of my mentees uh, who hear this, but I mean I, it's more of a passion for sure. Uh-huh. Um, and um, I love um, also travel. So my wife and I travel um, some. I definitely travel with my kids. We're doing a, on our month trip that we're taking this year, we're, we're going uh, out west and we're getting an RV and traveling around and seeing the bunch of the national parks. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so pray for me because um, I'm driving a really big <laughs> RV. <laughs> um, well, well, a drop through uh, Laguna Beach and we'll take you all to dinner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're, we're flying to Salt Lake City. I don't know if it's going to go that far of a loop. But, um, <laughs> well, well, you're in the West, so yeah, right. yeah. It's, it's just around the corner. That's right. <laughs> there are big states right. out there, Will. Um, That's right. Huge. <laughs> That's huge. So, so tell me, how excited are you about the notion that there we are as implementers, we are going to implement the EOS and the EOS life in 100,000 companies by 2030. Mm-hmm. And if if we just used the number 50 for the average number of employees, yeah. that's 5 million people who will be impacted by our joint imp, uh, I- I- implementation of EOS. And actually, it's funny. Um, I believe that there's a power of 10 greater than that, Will. And here's my two cents. Ah, because okay. every company, I think of a 100-person company, I honestly think from the numbers that we ran, and I did a little research years ago on this, um, it affects around 10,000 people. Um, but wow. let's, let's lower it to a power of 10. That's a power of 100 over. Let's lower yeah. it to a power of 10 because you know maybe my numbers are a little high in the sky. But I, I don't think so. But let's just say 50 people, I honestly think that there's a power of 10 greater than that. And so the amount of beauty and love that we're going to be uh, pouring into this planet um, at the 100,000 is crazy. And to be honest, I, I don't see that as the stopping point. You know, people are talking about like, you know, that, oh my God, no. I mean, 100,000 companies... <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a hundred thousand companies in Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> right, this, right. Right. And so, um, you know, I uh, I asked I just asked this question actually to Mark. I said, so what's our target market? So if you really look at yeah. just our target market, there's yeah. six point one million um, uh, companies in our target market yeah. um, across the yeah. globe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like so hundred thousand is like trap. <laughs> you know, so we oh, the power is amazing. It, it, and what that was was you were there when the goal was ten thousand. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, and 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 that was like ten years. Yeah, yeah. And now we have a hundred thousand in ten years. Yep. So uh, uh, I don't think anybody's asked this question yet, but what is it going to be in twenty thirty that we expect to do by twenty forty? <laughs> you know, the thing is, is that I actually think Mark's number, I don't know if you've heard Mark's number. So Mark actually oh, thinks yes. we're going to hit a million. Um, I think that Mark's maybe a little high. I love his vision yes. and tendencies. I'm a big fan of Mark yeah. Donald. Um, but I see uh, the million actually being um, 2040. 
2040. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that, that. I don't. Um, that is. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> well, where there's a will, there's a way, right? <laughs> oh shoot! I missed my. I missed my line. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great, Jim. This is wonderful. So there you are in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Now. Where are your clients? Um, I only I don't travel anymore. They all come to me. So they're all within generally they're all within an hour. But I got a couple who come three, four hours um, Uh and but they're mostly within an hour. So Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, Battle Creek, Lansing, you know, some of the big towns. Excellent. Yeah. And you have all the clients you want right now. I'm doing fine. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say to people who were considering becoming an implementer? Ooh, good question. Um, I'd say it's more work than you think. You're literally starting your own business. Um, and I think that people miss that somehow. I do not know how. Um, and um, and that it's a blast. If you're meant to do this, ugh, it, it's so rewarding. You'll absolutely love it. And I think that's something we have to remember, that, that we're not out selling. We're out discovering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Discovering companies where the CEO uh, of an entrepreneurial is an entrepreneurial leader feels like his head is going to explode. We can tell him you don't have to. It doesn't have to be that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 likewise, when we look at, at at potential EOS implementers, we're not trying to sell them. We're trying to discover: is this what you're called to be? Right. And then make sure they're the right fit. I mean, so we're yeah. we're, we're getting much uh, more. Uh, picky about the people coming in, which is great. Um, I don't know if I would have gotten in back in the day. But don't, 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 don't tell anybody, Will. <laughs> right. We have some who I heard were uh, who fell off the boat uh, initially and then climbed back on. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Rene Bohr was one of those. Yeah, he, he fell I wasn't going to say that. But you oh, can. yeah. Rene would mind. No, he fell off. And then he, we helped him. You know, he was helped back on. You know, so. <laughs> That's wonderful. Uh, it's a great community. Uh, that's all I can say. It's yeah. a great community. And and what I get excited about is is helping the business leaders to, to recognize, yes, you are seeing great changes in your life and in your, your business's life, but you're also part of, of a, a powerful movement that is, is literally going to change the way that businesses run in this world and the way that employees work. Yeah, well, yeah, I, from what I see, I don't know how it could. So that's for sure. Yeah. Well, this has been great, Jim. Uh, I really enjoyed. Is there anything that you would like to leave with our our listeners? Oh, so much. Um, let, let this get intentional about the EOS life for your people and yourself. But first, this is very similar to the airplane. You got to put your oxygen on mass first. And so, <laughs> if you don't show that you're living the US life and you can be emulated, get that oxygen mask on you and then help out your brethren. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Jim. And, and this is just one more example of how where there's a will, there's a way. And we can change the way that businesses run. We can change the context of business so that every employee has the opportunity and the encouragement and the support to begin living that great ideal life. Uh, So true. Thanks a lot, Jim. Oh yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Will. You have been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Way with Will Christ. If anything resonated with you, you can find tools to help you and your leadership team create a great life for everyone in your company at willchrist.com. 
Come and join the conversation at willchrist.com.